family, this is In Christ Alone, your word break for today. This week we've been talking about kingdom finance, what the Christian mindset should be when what a Christian's mindset should be when he thinks about the subject or the issue of finances. Because what it, it reveals God's perspective on it, the Bible's perspective on it. And we establish that we must know what our treasure is, and our treasure is God. Our treasure is the kingdom of God and his righteousness. That's the first thing we must define. What is it that is our treasure? The money itself is not our treasure. In a sense, it's a tool that can help us along the way. It's a trust. It's a test. It's not the treasure. Secondly, we must have in mind that God is our source. Because you see, whether we like it or not, at the end of the day, we still need what we eat, what we will drink, what we will wear, where we will lay our heads. But we should not think like the Gentiles think, who think that it's all in their power and it's all about them. No. God is our source. It does not mean we shouldn't work and we'll soon see that. I'll I'll show it. We still have to work. We still have to work. We still have to play our part. That is the principle God has laid down. But even in all of that, it's still God that is the source. And today we are going to look at a parable, one of the popular parables in the Bible that will sort of summarize these principles, these first two principles of defining the treasure, God being that treasure, and knowing God as a source. And I'm reading the parable of the rich fool from Luke chapter 12, from verse 15. The Bible says that, And he said to them, Take heed and beware of all covetousness, for one's life does not consist in the abundance of things he possesses. Then he spoke a parable to them, saying, The ground of a certain rich man yielded plentifully. And I'd like to pause here. And this is what I was saying earlier. The Bible says that the ground of a certain rich man yielded plentifully. He didn't say the ground of a Christian yielded plentifully. The ground of a non-Christian yielded plentifully. It just says that the ground of a certain rich man yielded plentifully. Because the principle of fruitfulness, if you like, of making money, is a universal principle that applies to whether Christians or non-Christians. That principle is simple. The hand that does not work must not eat. That principle is simple. As long as the earth remains, seed time and harvest time shall abide. In other words, the principle God has given this universe when it comes to making money is that you must work. You must have a field. You must have a ground that will yield plentifully. So when you work, when you have a field, when you have a ground, when you have something that is work, you will profit from it. That is independent on on, on your Christian status or not. Except that for us as Christians, it is not the end goal, like I've said repeatedly. It is not all there is. There is a certain advantage to making God, you know, the end goal and knowing God as the source. So there are some Christians that take the whole seek first the kingdom of God to mean then I must not work. That's one extreme. Then absolutely nothing with respect to work. That's wrong. That's on the principle God has laid down for making money. If you don't work, money will not come in your hands. And there are those that make this seem as if then it means that I must ignore God and not bring him in. And we'll look at that. That's also a complete error. That's also a complete error. So let's continue. Just remember that the ground of a certain rich man yielded plainfully. If you work, you will profit from it. Then he thought to himself, saying, What shall I do, since I have no room to store my crops? So this, so he said, I will do this. And I want to pause here again. This is the question that everyone on this journey of making money 
would have to answer. It is the question that whose answer in your heart will reveal whether you believe God is your source and whether you are seeking him as your treasure. The question of what will I do? What will I do? This rich man had to answer that question when his ground yielded plentifully. When you have gotten that job that gives you a big salary, when you have your investments, you know, have has matured and you've made a lot of money. When you become a millionaire finally, what will you do? The answer you give to that question reveals whether God is your source and you believe that, or whether He is your treasure and you believe that. This is what this man said. He says, I will pull down my barns and build greater. And there I will store all my crops and my goods. So we see that everything he was planning was about the same work again. All right. Then he continues. And I will say to my soul, so you have many goods laid up for, for many years. Take your ease, eat, drink, and be merry. There was absolutely nothing concerning God in all that he said. God was not the treasure he sought. When he had made money, it in no way was enhancing his relationship with God. The only purpose for making money for him was to be able to eat, drink, and be merry. And therein lies the difference between the Christian and the non-Christian. When the Christian makes money, when the Christian earns a lot, when the Christian has that job that gives him a big salary, finally, the answer to what will I do will not be eat, drink, and be merry, and that's all. It must reveal someone that seeks God and the kingdom of God and his righteousness because that actually is the treasure. Secondly, the answer this man gave revealed nothing that showed that God was his source. All that he revealed was that he was the master of his own soul and he, by his own power, at least that's what he believed, had gotten all these things for himself. But for a Christian, the answer you will give to a question like this should show that you are honoring God as your source. Yes, the principle of work is that you will have to do the work, but it doesn't mean that God is not the source. Because the rain that falls, the kind of environment that causes your seed to grow, the processes that the seed goes through, all the different things in this universe that align to ensure that you have profited are not in your control. Even if, even though our hands do the work, God is still the source. And when we answer the question, when we have profited, or we even intend to profit, and we are answering the question, what will I do? It must show. It must be revealed. It must be revealed in how we honor God with our substance. It must be revealed in what we say, the kind of thankfulness we give to God. So two things that must show when we think about wealth, intending to make or having made it, is God your source and is he your treasure? This rich fool showed none of that. A Christian must show it when he has profited or even, like I said, even intends to profit. And so the Bible says that God said to him, Fool, this night your soul will be required of you. Then whose will those things be which you have provided? 21 says that so is he who lays up treasure for himself is not rich towards God. In the next few episodes, I'll talk about some of these things concerning what it means to be rich towards God and other things along those lines. I wish you a wonderful weekend. God bless you.